Welcome to Be More Super the Podcast. Up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. An action-packed podcast where we'll discuss all things entertainment. You're the answer to are we alone in the universe? Conventions, prop collecting, cosplay, interviews, reviews, and so much more. The show starts with host Brian Gardner right now. So on this week's episode of Be More Super, the podcast, um, I am super excited. Literally, this show is my all-time favorite show. It really, really is. Uh, Superman and Lois has been, um, you know, hit, hitting amazing numbers in the US and in the UK. And we've got one of the stars. It's Jordan Elsass. Jordan, welcome to the show, sir. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate it. How are you doing? Yes, do you know what? I'm doing absolutely fine, and uh, you're having a well-deserved break in Texas, if I'm right in saying. Very true. Uh, Very Texas, true. Uh, I, I was in Texas, uh, well, quite a few years ago. I went to Dallas, Fort Worth, uh, went went to a rodeo, um, which was quite enlightening, I've got to say. Um, really? Yeah. rodeo? Ah, first rodeo. Well, do, you, do you know what? Yeah, yeah, first rodeo. Um, and I went on, is it the tarantula, the train? Uh, called the train. I don't know. I've never it's heard a steam of it. train. What's special about it? Is it like an old? It's it's an old steam train. Um, and I made the mistake of wearing white shorts and pull, pulling down the window. And so by the time I got off, all my shorts were black from the soot. But um, but no, you know what? It's an absolute pleasure to have have you on. I've already had um, your partner in crime, good old Alex, on the show, and I've had Eric Valdez as well uh, to mix it up as well. And I've got to say, before we talk about this wonderful show, um, like I ask all my guests, you know, the last two years have been so challenging to say the least, um, you know, personally and socially. Um, during this pandemic, how have you kept positive, and how have you kept moving forwards? That's a good question. That's a good question. I think one that people need to, to, to ask more often. And I think that a big part of it is the people around you. I mean, it's really, it, you need to surround yourself with people that have your back and that uh, don't just care about you on sort of a superficial level and uh, sort of like, oh yeah, like, oh, you know, my, oh, I'm so sorry. Like my thoughts and prayers, my condolences, but truly you're going to be there. You know, if you need something, Hey, can you go run and grab me food or whatever? We're going to be there. And they're going to have your back. Uh, I think that's super important. Um, you know, having staying close to your family and your close friends, and um, you know, maybe your partner, whoever, whoever it might be for you. Uh, I think is just super, super, super important. And for me, that was I was alone out there. So for me, that was you know my family a little bit here and there, but I didn't, I didn't want to stress them too much. My parents already do so much for me, and um, you know, I try I try to kind of just do my own thing, but, uh, but they're so helpful and kind and they've, they've helped a lot, but also like out there, like physically being there, tangibly being there for me. Alex was really helpful. My buddy, Rich, um, you know, uh, Todd Helbing, the showrunner, uh, you know, he's just a phone call away and he's like the nicest guy ever. Uh, so all around, I mean, really just, there were a lot of people out there that I did feel had my back. Um, and maybe, you know, some others, maybe not so much. Maybe, you know, it, it's just you, you live and you learn and you realize that uh, there's there's a lot of people out there that don't care about you, even if you know a lot of people. And I think that, that it's something that we sort of saw in the pandemic is that that line became a little clearer mm-hmm. for a lot of us uh, and, and kind of figured out who we can trust and who we couldn't. And, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, but that sounds so negative. I like how you're like, no, stay no, positive. No, no do you know what? I'm like, yes, you can't trust anybody. You never know who's going to screw you over. I completely like, no, no, agree, no, like, though. 
Like, you know, I, you know but, yeah, but I mean, really, that was what it boiled down to for me personally. I'm just a very, like, very social guy. And yeah, having people around me that got, got my back is a huge thing. Do you know what? I completely agree uh, in the way that it separated pe- pe- people because it really, um, you know, the, the nice people really shone. They really stood out. And then yeah. you sort of knew the people that are selfish, that wasn't bothered, that didn't care about other, other people. And, um, you know, me personally, I mean, to tell you how much of a Superman fan I am, okay, I've got two daughters, one's four and one's eight. One's called Lois. And the other one is called Kara after No way. Supergirl. And we've got a cat called Clark. So <laughs> and Not and right and fully enough, my stepson is called Jordan. So there you go. I'm sort Please. of getting the names in. So uh but yeah, so let's 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 talk about your career because why acting? Why why, you know, go down that route of a career that's so well can be up and down, that can be you know, unsecure at times. Uh, why that that route? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was something to do. I don't know. Don't ask me. I don't know. Dude, I I I didn't choose to. I, be, I mean, I chose to be here, but I didn't choose to be here. You know what I mean? It just happened. I started when I was so young, and then, man, I've 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 had one other job, and it was delivering groceries. You know what I mean? That's the only other job I've ever had, and. And I did it for a month and then I quit. <laughs> you know, I, 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 dude, I feel like I'm not cut out for anything else at this point. Like, I, you know, it's just like, I, I don't know what I'd do if I didn't have a job. Um, you know, I mean, I, I, I have, I had all these backup plans in mind and, and it's route that I was going down. I was going to college for uh, criminal justice and, and whatnot. And so I had some things kind of in the down, you know, coming down the pipe, but I was never like, this is what I'm going to do this this is for certain what i'm gonna do there's a point when i was younger where i wanted to be a navy seal really bad um i've always really liked like pushing myself to the limit so mm-hmm. i mean beyond well beyond the limit sometimes in any given area of life i'm just i'm like that i just take things to the extreme and um so for a while there i wanted to i wanted that and then i realized that i don't like being told what to do so i was like i don't think the military is gonna I don't think that's going to work very well for that. I think that I would, I would be, I would be shooting myself in the foot on that one. So then I kept acting, and I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll just play a Navy Seal one day, and they can, you know. There you go. Yeah, you can play a Navy Seal, and and you don't have to get hurt, and um, because they do a wonderful job. I've had quite a few Navy Seals on the show that's turned to acting, which I think is awesome. Um, so have you got a plan in place for your career as an actor, or is it a case of you know, you, 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 I, I, I don't know, taking it easy. I mean, have you got end goals? You know, are you wanting to get what Greg's just got? Is that walk of fame, uh, the star on the walk of fame? You know, I, I don't know. I don't know if I want to star on the walk of fame. I don't know if that, I just want to just keep doing it as long as I can. Like, you know, I, I, I just hope that I have the, the, that when I choose to leave the game, I'll leave in a graceful way. And, uh, you know, I, I hope that um, it's just it's it's a good time while I'm here, and I'll know when that time is to leave, and and I'll be able to choose when I want to leave, and it won't be like from lack of getting a job, you know what I mean? Like it won't be like it won't be like yeah, like oh Jordan Elsass, whatever happened to him, he fell off, like you know I don't I hopefully it'll just be like oh no, like you know 
I could keep acting and maybe I've got some, some things on the horizon, but I'm, I'm kind of choosing to go a different route or I choose to stay and continue. And that would be, that'd be amazing as well. But I could see myself, you know, I could see myself bowing out one day. It's not like I want to do this forever. Um, I just don't think, you know, I just, I, 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 there's so much that you can do in life. And I, I think it would be naive for anybody to think that, that they just want to do one thing for, cause I mean, you know, you think about it in terms of like, say music, like you, you have a playlist, a set playlist of songs you listen to and you love all of them, but how many, you know, and you're discovering maybe on average a new song every couple of days, but how many songs are you, are you are out there in the universe, in the world that have been created that you don't know about that you would absolutely love millions, mm-hmm. million, I mean, billions, mm-hmm. you know, so, uh, Really, you just you you've got to constantly be growing and pushing yourself and and branching out and finding new things that you enjoy and love and that's really I mean that's what life is all about right and doing that with the people you love so I mean I just don't think yeah, yeah I, I would love to, I love acting and I would love to keep acting but uh, but I don't know if I mean I don't really have I'm not much of a planner but you know what as long as you are enjoying what you're doing I think that's the best job of all because then it doesn't feel like a job. And no. you, you, you're obviously doing fantastic work because the show is amazing. It really, really is. So let's talk about, you know, right at the beginning because we've got some tasty stuff to talk about with season two. Um, so, you know, the internet blew up when Superman and Lois got announced. It really, really did. Uh, right. How did you find out about the opportunity? How did the role come about for you? So I remember... It's a little foggy for me because it was pre-pandemic, so it was well over two years ago, uh, almost three years ago, which is, I don't even want to think about it. It's its crazy. I mean, it's really crazy. Uh, a lot has changed since then. A lot has changed. Um, but, you know, I remember it came down the pipe and, and I got a call and, you know, um, it wasn't one of those things that, that immediately, like, caught my attention. Like, it wasn't like... Uh, mm. You know, I auditioned for something recently. I don't want to give too much away because I signed so many NDAs. I can't really talk about it, but it was a big, I mean, it was big. It was a blockbuster movie. would have been huge. would have been the lead. And I was like, oh, like, oh, I want this so bad. Like, you know, going to sleep even at night. Like, oh, man, I get that call tomorrow. I get that. Please get, get that call. Of course, I never did. But, you know, I not even a call back, you know, but like I was so excited and and this wasn't necessarily one of those things not because it wasn't exciting it was more just like first of all i don't think i'm ever going to get it even if i get an audition you know it's initial audition you don't think you're mm. going to get it you're not really you're not thinking that far ahead at all you're just like i'm going to do my best work on this um and that's all you that's literally all you can do i mean it's usually comes down to a look at that point so i was kind of just you know i dismissed it and i, I did the initial audition and I got the call back and uh, they're like, we really like you, you know, uh, one more audition um, for a different character. And so initially there were fake names. So there's Ethan and Matthew and I forget which was which, but it was Jordan and Jonathan. It was just these fake names that they were using pre-production. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. And so then they, they gave us the real names. They flew us out to LA. Uh, Alex had already booked the role. And so they had me screen test with him, screen test with Bitsy. For those that don't know what a, a screen test is, that's just when you walk in a room with a bunch of, you know, the big cheese. You know, you got Todd in there. You got, you got uh, all the all the big dogs in there. Um, producers, executive producers, line producers. Um, you know, uh, heads of Warner Brothers, executive CW, uh, and you just do you do your thing in front of them. Uh, sometimes in an auditorium, and I think there was a little bit of an even intimidation factor there. 
on purpose because they kind of want to see how you, mm. it can be a very high pressure job. And so they, they want to see how you can deal with a lot of pressure. Um, and so they, you know, so for the final screen test, they put you in a, a dark, completely dark auditorium. You can't see anyone's faces and it's like 40 people in suits and it's in the main CW building and they just have all these lights on you and that's, you can't, so you can't see anything. You're kind of blinded. Uh, and then you, you do, you know, a couple scenes and then you, you leave and nobody says a word to you until you either get the role or you don't. And that's, yeah, that's what I remember about the audition process. And it was, you know, it was definitely the most intimidating audition process I've ever had. No question, which makes sense. It's a lead role on a show. I mean, they want to, yeah. you know, they want to vet you as, as possible. Uh, so it was like a four day process in, in LA, just that part in LA. Um, all in all, it was maybe two weeks. Wow. So not very long as far as it goes. Sometimes, sometimes it takes months for, to, mm -hmm. to finalize you know, uh, to book a role. So. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, the project was quite secretive because uh, I met Tyler just before it was announced and I tried to get as much information out of him, but he wasn't saying anything. And Bitsy, I think she was heavily pregnant when when I met her and she's such yeah. an amazing person. But I mean, with NDAs, how secretive was it? And you, you being so young and obviously back back then you were younger i mean how hard is it not being able to tell your friends people around you about this potential show dude when i was a kid and and you know kind of what i was going into earlier you know i started acting when i was like 11 and when i was a kid i was such a little <laughs> little obnoxious you know i'd go around and guys guys i got this dish dish television commercial and they're paying me 800 for it you know what I mean? I, you know, running around being a little idiot, whatever, talking about money and talking about all the stuff that I like thought was like the, you know, I was like, wow, this is cool. And it was just, you know, it was just like kid stuff. It wasn't like I was actually like a terrible, you know, materialistic human being. I don't think it was that. I think I was just, just a kid just being kind of stupid. But now it's like, dude, I didn't, I, it was just, it wasn't, it, it's never been that difficult for me to, just keep it just because it's like you know it's it's my job and so it's like i don't know like everybody at that point i'd already i'd been in, in little fires everywhere and that was almost in some ways just because of who was in it it's you know mm. very very a-list very headline actor so it was even though it was a much smaller role uh you know i was nothing in that show right but like that was still huge and so i think that so that was sort of like all of my friends were kind of like, wow, wow. So I'd already kind of gotten that reaction. So I didn't like, I wasn't, I wasn't necessarily craving that for my friends. And, and I don't think a lot of, you know, sort of going into what I was talking about earlier, I don't think a lot of my friends would be that excited anyways. Like they would, like they'd be excited for me if they saw me excited, but I don't think they'd like, what, like they don't desire, you know, they're not going to be like, wow, like that. Oh my gosh. Like they'd just be like, that's really cool. You know? Mm. Um, and, and who was the first, first person that you told? that you had the part in Superman and Lois? Uh, other than my mom, because she was there with me. Probably my dad. Probably my dad? Probably called awesome. him. I um, remember when I, booked, when I booked Little Fires, I ran upstairs and I told my dad and I cried. I remember that's what I would always say about that one, is that I would, uh, and I don't actually, I, I remember, I was right here, he was, he was right here. Mm. And I ran upstairs, and I, I, but I don't remember Superman. I, don't, I was in LA and... <laughs> but you know what superman you know the franchise um you know we've had uh lois and clark with dean kane uh we had the awesome smallville um and then you know for another superman series it's been decades it really really has since lois and clark so when the show was announced there was a lot of 
mixed feelings about it because people wanted it to be i don't know done in a you know in a good a good way when you signed on were you concerned about joining a cast with this sort of show you know where it's got a lot of fandom behind it um yeah i mean yeah uh, yeah i suppose i think we all were mm. straight up i think we all were and i think and i think that uh I think everybody, I mean, even people that were involved in the production of the show, very high people, you know, high up on the chain, I think were even concerned just because there's a lot to the fans are very demanding and there's a lot of like hype to live up to. And also like there's a way that previous Arrowverse shows have gone. And I think that we're going in a very opposite direction in a lot of ways. So I think that, uh, you know, you're interested to see how the public is, how the audience is going to react to uh, some of the choices we made, such as making this world, this universe, and making Earth Prime separate from from other Earths on other Arrowverse shows, right? I think that that's something that uh, a lot of people had questions about in the beginning. Oh, well, well, where's where's Supergirl, and what about this? Are you guys gonna have a crossover? Is this gonna happen? And you know, and sort of then then Tom was like, no, like this is not like this is separate. And uh, yeah, I think that confused a lot of people and made some people actually upset. You know, I think that people maybe wanted to see. Um, other characters from other Arrowverse shows on the show or vice versa. And so when they found out that this is kind of its own thing, I, I guess, you know, some people uh, were a little upset by that. But it seems like really, I mean, overall, the the response for season two has been immensely, uh, it's, I mean, it's great. I'm, I'm getting recognized quite often, um, certainly more than I ever have before. And it seems like the show must be doing well. I don't know. I don't go online and like read reviews. I don't look it up, but... It seems like it's doing well, so you know. Mm. Uh, I mean, I mean, the great, the great thing about this, this, this show, is that it's a lot more real. Do you know what the the subjects that they explore, the storylines, it's lot, it's it's very relatable, and yeah, I I love what they they're doing with it. The writers are just yes. superb. They really are. I mean, I agree hands down and obviously everyone behind the camera is doing a great job but talking about the fans talking about the fans and you're saying that obviously you know season two you've been recognized a bit more i mean what's been the most obscure message or obscure fan interaction that you've had i mean how are the fans with you do you get given loads of teddy bears you know (laughs) to take home (laughs) uh uh yeah i mean i don't know i'd say i not really that everybody's nice i mean i don't know i haven't had anybody like a few times i was just like kind of walking down the street with headphones in and like one time i had a guy like follow me for five blocks wanting to just talk and and you know what i wasn't like he was being too he wasn't being rude he wasn't being like he wasn't touching me like he wasn't doing anything like bad it was just more you know it was kind of like you know just trying to walk, you know, but like, I was just trying to listen to music and like, get, you know, get a nice walk in. And it's just sort of like when I, when I'm walking, like, how would he know this though? So it's not like, again, it's not like he was doing anything uh, blatantly wrong, but it's like when I walk, that's sort of my alone, you know, decompress time to process the day sort of time. And so, uh, you know, I, I don't like, even when my mom calls me when I'm, when I'm going for a walk or something, I get kind of pissed off. So I was like, you know, I wasn't bad, but I was just kind of like, Oh, like, this guy gonna, this guy gonna roll out. But uh, other than that, I mean, you know, one time I had a, a lady and her boyfriend or husband, and they 
had taken, they'd been waiting outside my place for a while and they like had pictures for me to sign. And, uh, I guess they figured out from my Instagram stories or something, kind of the area I was in. And they were like, Oh yeah. Like we found Bitsy and we found Emmanuel, but we're just wow. for Tyler. And like, it's like, Oh wow. That's wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bit awkward. Um, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It must be scary at times, I suppose, being in the public eye and having these people recognize recognize you. But I suppose the fans need to understand that you're you're just a person. Do you know what I mean? And you've got a job which is awesome. Uh, you get paid for doing amazing things. But this is the thing that I don't like is when you see videos of autograph hunters and you see a pile of them surrounding you know stars and pushing pictures in their faces. I think right. that side of things and the paparazzi, I just think, you know, people, you know, it, it's a job. You want to, I presume, you know, go home, relax, chill out, zone out. Do you know what I mean? Play, play, play games. I would, I would love if it was just really that way and it was really just a normal job and there was no, that would be amazing if there was no, you know, it's not that I don't like interacting with fans and stuff. It's just, you're right. That is very it's mm -hmm. intimidating knowing that, you know, there are so, there are so many eyes and, uh, you know, it's just you, you feel judged sometimes and it's it's hard. It's really hard not to you. you on paper, it doesn't sound like a big deal at all. It really doesn't. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that a lot of people even lust after it, that that fame aspect of it. And of course, you know, I've experienced a minuscule fraction of that compared to a, a lot of people that are like mm -hmm. really in the public eye. But but it's still yeah, I mean, even even at this level, it's still it's it's a thing and it's still uh, intimidating and it's very, all very new to me. And, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. But I suppose as long as you keep grounded um, and and keep the way that you seem to be now, that would be awesome. Do you know what I mean? But I suppose fans out there need need, need to respect you. And if you're going for a run or a walk and you've got your headphones in, <laughs> don't follow him five blocks because that's just weird. Um, you know, <laughs> but anyway, let's talk about some exciting news because Superman and Lois has been renewed twice now, which oh, is yeah, buddy. awesome. And it's shocking to see shows that aren't renewed, that get cancelled, and it's heartbreaking. It really, really is. But why do you think, in your opinion, the show is getting renewed every year so far, twice? I mean, and, and how exciting is it to get that call to say, we're on for the next season? Super exciting. Super exciting. But also, you know what, though? I'll be real. I don't want to be presumptuous or cocky, but... I think we all, just because of the nature of CW shows, a lot of people probably expected it. I mean, three seasons isn't super unheard of for a CW show, truthfully. But mm. uh, on the flip side, it's still very exciting because, uh, you know, I'm hearing more than just the, the renewal of, this, of the next season, next season, hearing like, okay, the show is growing here. The show is growing here. It's got a lot more following here. And there's a reason we're renewing it rather than just for renewing it to renew it. Um, you know, there's, 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 which obviously there's always a reason, right? They wouldn't renew it if it wasn't doing something right. If it wasn't making money, if it wasn't, if it wasn't building up the, the company in some form. But, uh, you know, I think that, um, no question that, uh, the, the show is, is, is doing quite well. And I think that that's why, uh, we're seeing, you know, the renewal over and over. And I think I, w I would definitely not be surprised if we see season four, season five. Um, and it's very, it's super exciting. I mean, I'm, Hey, for me, it's a job and, and people love the show. And uh, I just hope that we can keep delivering even better and better 
Um, you know, cause like in my, in my opinion, season two was, I almost want to say better than season one. Like I liked season two so much. And I just think that it, it, it even topped something that was already incredible. And so I'm just excited to see where we go with season three. I think that I, I know that people are enjoying season two. They're going to enjoy the rest of season two. And, um, so I'm, I'm pumped to see what happens with season three, because this whole season was a roller coaster. Last season was a roller coaster in the best way possible. And so, uh, yeah, I'm really, I'm really pumped. And season season one laid some amazing foundations down, and season two so far, it's been incredible. And your character arc from season one to season two, is nothing short but incredible. I mean, how far in advance do you get to know your storylines? Sometimes pretty far in advance. I mean, so what happened with season two was sort of um, the showrunner, Todd, give me a call and sort of gave me the breakdown of the season and what was going to happen. Um, not necessarily the ending of the season, but just kind of the general, the broad strokes. Uh, main villain, what the main villain is going to try to do, how I'm involved, uh, or Jonathan, how Jonathan's involved, and his storyline, and you know what happens with him, what happens with the family. And, um, and so then, yeah, I mean, you you go into it knowing how to kind of set that up uh, for that, you know, rise and fall and, and climax and, you know, all kinds of different little things that might, that might happen with your character's arc. You, you sort of know how to go into it and you sort of have a game plan, um, that you have to kind of form on your own in your head. Uh, and you, you constantly do have to be thinking ahead of like, okay, well, how do I not just play this scene, but how do I play this scene to set it up for, this scene, which is then going to set the setup for this scene, and there's some exposition here that well, that's going to explain that later. And so, there is a bit of a, a strategy to it. You know, you mm-hmm. do have to you do have to think that through. It's not um, crazily complicated or anything, but you do have to think that through a bit. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, sometimes yeah, sometimes you don't know what's going to happen until you know maybe you get the script for the next episode a few days before you you start it uh, or or a final revision of that. Sometimes you get well, we get revisions of scripts. Uh, and episodes, even when we're working in them uh, or working on them, it's even in the midst of them. So you do have to be prepared for those last minute changes. Um, and not to mention like, you know, you change something on the day. Sometimes, you know, I'll, I'll, Todd will be on set or another one of the writers will be on set. And I'll walk out there and I'll be like, hey, can I change this? And sometimes they'll come up to me and they'll go, hey, can you change this? And so it's just that it's that collaboration and it's that willingness to change and learn and, and grow. Uh, and that's something that you don't see on some shows. I've heard many shows where the actors have to say the lines verbatim, but like they have to truly be off book and, and off script and they have to know their lines to a T. And that's um, not always the case with the show. They're, they're very, you know, especially with like, uh, you know, having younger people on the show, if we want to throw in a word that's maybe a bit more like in one episode, I said sus which they let me say, like, they let me say sus. And I thought that was really cool because that sounds like something that a 15-year-old kid would say now. And that's something that I say as a 20-year-old kid. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think that that was great that they that they left that in. Um, but, yeah, and, sometimes you... So, 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 sorry, I was going to say, because I've got a picture here. And, again, the internet went absolutely crazy because we could talk about this because um you know season two has been released and um what was it like finding out that you were going to get as the bizarro you know jonathan you're going to get powers how cool was that super cool super cool uh 
I had so much fun playing Bizarro John. It was a blast. <laughs> because obviously in season one we see that relationship with you and your brother where you know he's getting all the powers and and you were you were trying to be the model son and try and be this jock and 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 everything like like that so so you know we we all hoped for you to get something somehow but in this way i think it's fantastic it really was i mean what 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 was it like you know doing all the action actually beating up super superman and and you know being horrible uh, compared to the normal jonathan again it was i mean it was a blast i think that that was my favorite uh, by far and you know that's funny because just a minute ago i was saying oh season two season two is it's so good at top season one did it top season one or are they both really good and i just like season two better because i get to be a bad guy that's probably what it boils down to uh, but it was just, I mean, it was just a blast and even more of a blast for me than the action stuff and the, that's actually all a bit tedious. If I'm being honest to me personally, I don't enjoy, uh, even like fight scenes and stuff because of the fact that we have to break it up so much and do it piece by piece by piece by piece, literally down to like, okay, you're going to do this and bring your uh, right hand in here and then cross his face and then slightly twist it. And then you're going to come back and then we cut and, or, or, oh, you got to, like, literally, like, lie on the ground and then go, and, like, pretend you get knocked out and cut. Okay, we'll do that four more times, and then we'll move on and get that from the other side. And it's, like, these tiny little snippets, and you don't really get to act. And I love acting. So, I mean, it's, to me, that's, like, a lot less fun. Or, like, being up on the wires, flying, like, kind of uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie. Super, super uncomfortable, actually. Um, and a real pain in the butt when you do it for hours on end. So, I can't even imagine poor Tyler. I know he has a hard time with that and it's, he does not enjoy it. Uh, but you know, you, you, it's, again, it comes with the job. There are parts of every job that maybe aren't super fun. Um, but it's still fun because you know what it's going to look like at the, the final product. But for me, the best part was the long, uh, scenes with, with Tyler and being able to totally play something so much, something so different than, than regular Jonathan, not even different in the way of like, he's different at, at his core as a person. I actually think he's kind of similar to Jonathan. I just think that because of the way he was raised and the environment he's in, he's in uh, his sort of personality manifested very differently. And so he ended up being a bad guy, but I think that um, him and John are actually quite alike. And I think they, they really aren't as different as, as they seem. And I think that's what's cool about Bizarro World is that it's not literally the opposite. It's like a we, it's a bizarre, twisted version of it, right? It's it is like a mirror, but not at the same time. And it's it was something that was done quite well in the show. It's another thing that I find very very nice about season two is that the Bizarro World, while some of it was a little confusing, it was also uh, very. Uh, perfectly balanced in the way perfectly balanced as all things should be i can't i can't say that it's dc it's not marvel <laughs> but do you know but do you know what I, I i just liked you know how you've developed your character i mean what is the best thing about playing john jonathan because when you're saying that you, you know you, you prefer the acting over the action you have some amazing scenes with tyler and bitsy i mean have you got a favorite scene have you got a favorite moment of uh, the season so far Mm, there's one scene where I'm in the DOD in episode 10, uh, 210, where I go, and it's the scene where I punch General Lane as Bizarro, Bizarro Jonathan, uh, smack him, and I'm like, you know, disappear if you're not with us, and disappear. 
And that scene was really fun just because, like, Bitsy gets in my face, and it's the only time where you see Bizarro John, like, have a little bit of, like, almost, like, like, you can see that he misses his mom, and you can see that he is just a kid on the inside, and that he, he does care about his parents, even if he's trying to pretend not to with everything he's got. Um, you know, and he's sort of, he's sort of almost an actor. Like, Bizarro Jonathan's sort of almost an actor. He's, like, He's like famous. He's in the spotlight, and and he's putting on this persona of like he's this tough superhero kid. But but in, on the inside, maybe he's a little more vulnerable, and uh, and you see that just a glimpse of that, and and um, that was a really fun scene to play with. That was a really fun scene to play with. Uh, just sort of you know tipping the scales on the emotions and seeing like what worked and what didn't, and um, and then I just remember you know the director of that episode, Lewis, came up to me and he was like you know, just giving, just giving great compliments and really, really high compliments. And I felt that the work was good. And then, so when you, and I usually don't, so like when you already, I'm like, dang, I think that I did good on that. And then somebody says, Hey, you did really good on that. It's like, okay, well, I'm not crazy. And you, you kind of, you know, you just, it's, it's a nice feeling. And so, uh, I enjoyed working on that scene and cause it was just, it was, it was a challenging scene, um, mm. to sort of bring that balance to it of like, like he the emotion is coming out but without him wanting it to uh that's a tough thing to pull off it's tough to pull out like holding back emotion because you have to not only feel the emotion but mm. actually try to hold it in while also feeling it so that's that's a tricky um it's a tricky one to ride out but uh that and then also there are all kinds of fun scenes but that's that's a big one that stands out do you know what? I'm definitely rooting for John for Jonathan because so far he's had such a rough ride with girlfriends, with <laughs> with everything. So hopefully, fingers crossed, towards the end of the season in season three, we see maybe a bit of happiness for for, for him. But you're surrounded by so many great cast members. Um, it's it seems like a one big family. I think I've got a picture here. I think it was during um, filming. There you go. And oh, it's got to be great. Do you know what I mean? To have a cast like that. But but the question is, who's the goofy one? Who's the serious one? And, um, you know, who's who's the one that's always making you laugh? Okay. All right. Goofy one, serious one, one that's always making us laugh. Wait. Yeah. Goofy one, serious well, well, one. Well, actually, goofy one, serious one, and annoying one. Okay. Tyler's the serious one. I'm going to see, did you ask Alex this as well? No, no, because I interviewed oh, Alex okay. a while back. I was just messaging him the, the, oh, wow. the other day about this. <laughs> All right, Tyler. Um, Bitsy's always making us laugh. Tyler's a serious one. Uh, the, uh, uh, Alex is the, the funny one. Yeah, I, I guess I'm the only one. <laughs> I guess that's, that's all that's left. That's the only label. That's like, in, and when you drag the labels to the yeah, no, no, yeah, that is that is awesome. And I just I wanted to touch touch on this picture as well that I saw because I wanted to talk about um, healing crystals. Um, <laughs> is it this one? Yes, I knew it. I knew it. Yes, literally. What's that wig from? Is that Indies or? It was Indies wig, yeah. It's Indies it really? wig for yeah. double or I don't know. It's yeah. It's We're Sarah's learning all hair. the secrets. 
we're learning all the secrets um so i presume she's very into a uh, uh, healing crystals i've got friends that are into healing crystals as well and they go through all of them uh, literally oh, yeah. on the properties so um i just i just wanted to show showcase that picture because it's awesome it really really is but you know what i think it i think it's time for quiz time um so i spoke to alex a couple of days ago um and and we've come up with some questions um and i'm gonna have some music um so there we go a bit of quiz music and there's a few sound effects if you get it right or wrong uh so let's see this is called a brother from another mother the quiz and this is all about Alex Garfin, your brother from another mother. I've got a picture just here. I'm just going to bring up. Here we go. So the first oh, question. Yeah. Okay. What is Alex's favorite food? Everything. Trick question. Key to everything. He did put an answer. He did. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Uh, um, uh, Ethiopian food. No, no, no. Fat neck burger. No, that's the wrong answer. The right answer was sushi. This is what you're he's put down. In the season of lie, this is a lie. That's the first thing that popped in my head. Weirdly. But I didn't think it was right. I wasn't like, oh, right answer, sushi. I was just like, hmm, sushi? You know what I mean? Like, that was the, literally the first thing that popped in my head. Though. Okay, but question number like, two. Uh, what is Alex's favorite movie? Mmm. Uh, I'm so bad at these. Uh, uh, um, I, I don't know. I have no idea. That. No oh, this is okay. The the answer is the graduate. Oh, what? I never would have got that. Okay, so I think you'll get the next one. Uh, name okay. Alex's favorite band. Oh, the Beatles. Yes, well done. One out of three so far. Um, next question. <laughs> question number four. What annoys Alex the most? Um, fake people. People. Uh, people talking about political stuff. I, I don't know. I don't know. No, the answer was he gave was Jordan Elsass. <laughs> And this is what he's actually put, so it's not me. So, and then question number five: Who's Alex's? We know what who who yours is. Uh, who's Alex's celebrity crush? Um, uh, uh, either uh, um, I don't know. I don't know. Why am I so bad at these? All right, I got I got to spit something out though. I got to spit something out. Um, uh, you know, um, uh, 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 George Clooney. No, do you know what the answer was? Jordan Elsass. <laughs> That's what he said. And do you know what? We know who yours is. Um, she may have oh, yeah. uh, starred in a Bond movie re recently. See, oh, yeah. that, that could be, that could be your, your acting goal is to end up married, you know, to her. You could be the younger man. There you go. It could work. It could could work. Right, so we've got one more question, and you've got to listen very carefully because Alex has put this on, and I'm not sure what it means. So, 
If a quirked up white boy busts it down sexual style, is it is he necessarily goated with the sauce? Well, I don't know, Carl. I don't necessarily think that he's goaded with the sauce. They say he's goaded with the sauce, but I don't necessarily think <laughs> that he's goaded with the sauce. That's all I'll say to that. There we go. There we go. I'm sure. I'm sure Alex will see it and understand completely. Um, and so, well done on that quiz. Sort of. Um, maybe you need to um, brush know, spend, up a bit. Yeah, spend a bit more time with him. Uh, he's like a pocket rocket, though, isn't he? He's like full of energy. He's probably down in energy drinks every five seconds. He really is. You um, know what's crazy? You know what's really funny? I'm the one that downs the energy drinks. He doesn't drink any caffeine. He doesn't do any drugs. He's like a drug-free... He's just high on life. <laughs> He's just glad to be here. Bro is really high on life. <laughs> so, uh, with only four uh, episodes left of the season, and I've got to say, it's keeping me on the edge of my seat. The last episode, right at the end, I was like, what? I can't believe it. The hairs on the back of my neck went up. Um, without, obviously, making your NDA explode and the studios uh, start ringing you know what have we got to look forward to uh, for the rest of the Superman season dies. <laughs> there, there's, a, there's a kryptonite explosion the season three that's just a misnomer that's just a little classic misdirection no it's uh, called the show's it's, there. i'll see you guys it's, season three is just it's just called lois <laughs> yeah just lo- just lois no, I, I mean season three, season season. The rest of season two is uh, super super sick, um, super super cool, and uh, great ending. I think it's very it's 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 very nice. Um, I think people are definitely gonna. It's, it's and then it leaves a lot to look forward to for season three. Um, so I'm I'm pumped. I don't really know what I can say without being like kind of direct. Like there's not much to. I can't be like, oh, we look forward to this, but like. But what I can say is look forward to it because it, aka season two, is awesome. Uh, so if you haven't seen it yet, definitely go stream season two. Uh, it's a must. And and just just a, a update on episodes. So the next episode is on the thirty first of May. Uh, that's episode twelve. Uh, episode thirteen, the seventh of June. Then there's a bit of a break, and then episode fourteen on the twenty first of June, and the finale on june the 28th 8th and i cannot wait one bit for it um i'm going to be excited i'm going to get the munchies in and, and just quickly before we bid our farewell uh conventions you're coming over to the uk jordan uh, yes sir to the 31st of july at monopoly events comic con manchester so you're going to be coming with the gang how exciting do you like doing conventions It'll be my second one ever. So I, I liked the first one. I was told it was very laid back and there were not a lot of people there. So, you know, I'm excited for maybe like maybe a big convention and there's like a lot of people and there's yelling mm. and like, that sounds sick to me. Like, I think it'll be a party. I really enjoyed the first one. It's super, I mean, even it's just, it's, it's chill because it's not like, it doesn't feel like a job at all. It just feels like you get to go talk to people and, and have a blast and, and Alex will be there. So, like, it, here's the thing. If Alex wasn't going to be there, I would be like, oh, it's going to be cool. But Alex is going to be there. So, you like, obviously, oh it's going to be sick. Are you kidding me? It's going to be a blast. <laughs> so, have you been working on your autograph? Have you been working on your mark on that picture? 
you're not you're not doing an Al Pacino, are you? And just doing like a circle in a line. I have to do my name in print so they even know it's me because my signature is just like. <laughs> well, hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, I might be attending the event as press, so I'll come and say. <sighs> Hello, but I Yo, just cannot. I, I cannot wait. I cannot wait uh, because you know it'd be nice to see Bitsy again and and get you all to sign a nice big picture all together. But you know what, Jordan, you've been a great guest. It's been a great honour, and um, I wish you all the best for the future. We always say on the show, keep safe and stay super. Literally, you are super. So I can't wait for the rest of the season and season three. But thank you so much for coming onto the show. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. You've been listening to Be More Super, the podcast. It was kind of a crazy, fun experience. I love the show, guys. You're awesome. Listen, my whole family loves it, man. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to hit the subscribe button and share with your super friends. In my world, it means hope.